On this episode of Scammer Stories. That's when he started manipulating me, controlling my emotions in my mind. Love scams don't always involve romance. He basically just wore me down. He wore my heart down. But it does involve the heart. OD'd on some couple pills I have and some alcohol and... Janet is a married nurse who had to come clean after sending a scumbag money to help his supposed children. I was going to show up and I was already going to kill him. On the last episode, I told you my mother's story, how a scammer took $200,000 of her money and placed a wedge between many of my family members. On this week's episode, so many twists and turns involving a possible porn star, a man with needy children, and many others. Multiple scammers working on the same victim. Tell me when your nightmare began. January 2018. Um, My Instagram was not private. I was uh, ignorant, didn't realize I needed to be so concerned with that. I had had a total knee in October, and um, I was feeling quite blue, to say the least, in January. He's healing slowly, and one night this uh, gentleman said hello to me. And normally I don't say hello, but I just said hello back. This gentleman supposedly was a single father and engineer working in Turkey with two adorable children, Josh and Bella, and um, from the information I know now, he started grooming me, so to speak. Just like, you know, kind of chatting with me just to be friends. And I made it quite clear I was married and I was not interested in anything but more. But then just being a friend, being a support to this individual who was in a foreign country, finishing up a job, raising the two kids. Just, you know, chat for salon for a couple of weeks. Uh, right away, he wanted to switch to Messenger. Now I know that's a red flag. I didn't know that then. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, okay. So then um, every evening, uh, this individual would say hi and just chat. And uh, whenever he'd try to get, hey, baby, I'm like, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm married. I'm just here as a friend. He moved in pretty fast within probably three to four weeks. He said, oh, we'll have this problem. Oh my my bank account in at HSBC in Toronto is frozen. Could I deposit $35,000 into your bank and the, and you send it to me? Hmm. I don't know about this. Oh, please, please, please. So, I thought about it for a few days and then I asked my husband. He said, "Absolutely not. In no way. You don't know what would the IRS say? And hell no. And so when I came back to this individual, he went by the name of Randy Kelly. And I said, no, nah, no, my husband says that's not safe and I shouldn't do that. By then, uh, we had exchanged emails. So this might have been an email. He said, F you and go to hell. And so that should have been the end of it. So I sent my husband an email and saying, well, he just said, this and this, so I guess that's the end of that, right? And that's when I should have ended it. But I kept looking at those pictures of those little kids, and they're so cute, and 
you know, have a mommy. And uh, he said, hello again, messenger. And I said, hello again. And that's when he started manipulating me, uh, controlling my emotions in my mind. He knew that I am, I'm 64, happily married. I have, uh, I'm a nurse, I'm educated. I have three grown children and a grandson. And so he knew exactly what buttons to push all about the kids. And that's when he started, you know, on the money. First, it was cute little Josh. And he is, the kids are just adorable. Whoever these people are, they are adorable people. Cute little Josh. Oh, he's in the hospital and there was something wrong with him. And he has a heart condition. Sends me a picture of cute little Josh on a ER gurney. It does look like it's probably in a foreign country. He doesn't look sick at all. And I'm like, yeah, he's probably got the flu, right? Oh, well, oh, and I was starting to notice the misspelled words and the poor grammar for an engineer from an engineer from Canada. Um, but I wasn't questioning that yet. And I told them they were going on Bar- to Barbados in February. How can you think of yourself? How can you be so selfish and expend money on this expensive trip when on my son's in the hospital, he's dying? And and I'm like, well, he has the flu, it's a virus. Oh, uh, that means you're going to come over here and treat him? Like, no, <laughs> I didn't say that. He basically he just wore me down. He wore my heart down. Okay, well, can you send me $500 for Josh's to get out of you know, his hospital and... And quite honestly, that whole next four, well, let's see, in the next four weeks, and then two weeks in Barbados, and then the following six weeks are really a blur. Going, finally giving in, going to uh, Western Union, being turned down because Turkey is a watch country. So then I go to another Western Union. I'm just feeling just like, just anxiety and sweat, but I got to help this, this this man is coming home to live in Spokane, Washington, which happens to be 30 miles from me, just so happens, and to start a new life and to get a job and with the two kids and maybe I can help him out, you know, babysitting or whatever and get it started, but it's not going to be any kind of a relationship because I said, I don't do that, you know. I really, um, unfortunately, it was very ignorant about the dark world of scammers because I don't live there. I know nothing about it. Now I know everything about it. And he was textbook's case now, a year later. Now I know it was textbook. And meanwhile, um, there was another man that started talking to me. His name is Dr. Pinto. And uh, there is a real Dr. Fernandez Gomez Pinto in Brazil. He's a world famous neurosurgeon. And his face is used all of the time, but I didn't know that. So now this Dr. Pinto, he's also also talking to me also, and he's just this kind surgeon, trauma surgeon in Syria. Um, His wife died, and he's lonely, and he's 60. And and I say to him, don't call me darling, none of that. Just if you want to be a friend, I'll be a friend. It's funny because... He would tell me to not believe Randy Kelly. Randy would Kelly tell me, don't believe Dr. Pinto. Wow. Um, 
now I know that they're all the same person or a team of people working on me. Okay, so the same group was using both those names. I'm sure they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm positive. I'm absolutely, absolutely positive. Now looking back, yeah. Um, so Dr. Pinto became became my person I could trust and talk to about Randy Kelly. Oh, he's a scammer. Oh, you don't want to believe him. Oh, yeah, he's he's bad. And don't you know? Don't. But but then at one point, Dr. Pinto said, "Well, could you loan me three hundred dollars?" Oh, probably not. And I said, "No, <laughs> can't do that." Oh, well, my son, he needs a new phone. I'm sorry. So as it got deeper and deeper with me, um, unfortunately, going between MoneyGram and Western Union till they finally shut me. They blocked me, my own safety. Western right? Union did? They blocked you? Yes. And so did MoneyGram. That's encouraging, at least, right? Now, looking back. Well, on- I, now, but then it was frustrating. It's like, oh, by now I'm into it some money, quite a large amount. And I need to get this guy home because he's going to pay me back. I need to get paid back. So I'm desperate to help this guy get home to Spokane so I can get paid back. You know, absolutely brainwashed me. No one could talk me out of it. Absolutely. And I hadn't told anybody I was doing this. So I'm just sweating it and telling God, you know, just help me stop this. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. And you weren't telling your husband at the time then? Oh, no. Oh, no. Not yet. That had to be hard coming clean. It was hard. Oh, man. It was, yeah, that was a nightmare. So by then I'm into, you know, I'm talking like $20,000, a lot of money. He had showed me in the beginning this bank account, which now I realize is fake. They can make anything look real of $385,000 in Toronto. But there had been a lot of red flags throughout that conversation as far as living in Spokane, where are you going to live? Downtown. I'm like, what do you mean downtown? There aren't any apartments downtown. Oh, well, then he gives me this address. And I look it up, and it's this house in the Spokane Valley. This was your house? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? So I, I called the realtors on that house, particular house, because it was for sale. And I said, did you ever rent, or was this ever owned by my name, Randy Kelly? I'm asking because I'm being scammed. They said, absolutely not. So even though there are red flags, I was totally manipulated. And it's hard to explain how that can happen. Your mind is totally manipulated. You can't even think or see straight, except that you know it in your heart that it's wrong. Got to be right about now, a year ago. My birthday is March 23rd. So, well, right about maybe like a, week, a year ago last week, finally, I finally cracked and called some friends over, both friends, and asked them what they thought and they said Jan you're being scammed this is all scam no 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 it's between Dr. Pinto and this Randy guy oh no oh no 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 yeah you are you are you are this is you gotta tell Ron you gotta tell Ron I'm like oh so call my husband at work I say you need to come home right now and he thinks oh my gosh you know in some of my voice and he comes in and I tell him and it's not good Fireworks go off, and he leaves, go out walking, and, you know, it was just like the worst time of my life, probably ever. Uh, worst birthday of my life, ever. No, nothing from my kids except, Mom, you know, you're idiots, and how could you do this to Dad? And and we already had tickets for Sound of Music, and we'll just sat there watching it like lumps of clay, you know. 
prior, two days to my birthday, which is coming up next week, my bank finally, they called me and said, Jan, we have to talk to you. And it was the the bank manager and one of the other gals I know at the bank. And they had a whole stack of papers that were transactions that I had made. And they said, you are being scammed. And I think I finally started to somewhat believe it. And because my heart just sank and I'm just like, no, no, this is, you're, you're being scammed. <laughs> oh God, no, you know, I, you know, I couldn't send any money. I had, there's no way I could, because he kept at me and there, I, I couldn't send any more money. There was nothing really to talk about anymore because he wasn't getting any more money. And pretty much had a nervous breakdown over it. Um, I actually went to the hospital, OD'd on some couple pills I have and some alcohol and just to be safe I texted my kids just in case although I wasn't trying to I was just trying to go to sleep and get away from it I was mad at my husband mad at myself the world I wasn't trying to commit suicide but anyway but uh I was taken to the hospital and pumped full of IV all night with a babysitter in the room sitting watching me all night and then, and not being aware of much in the morning, seen by the hospitalist and then seen by two mental health care professionalists. And they determined that I was not suicidal and they let me go home, which is the whole thing is humiliating. But I'm sorry, Janet. That's awful. I snapped. I just, no, I, you know what? I'm lucky. I have read stories of so many women that have actually taken their own lives after this has happened. Because besides being in love with this person, which I wasn't, they have like mortgaged their homes and they're, I mean, they have nothing, nothing. It's just, it's pathetic. And the scammers, they don't give a crap about you. They don't care. So I was, so I was in some little bit of, well, I, yeah, I saw this one therapist who was entirely worthless. Uh, she just, she, you know, so, and I did, and I was at 64, I got a job. I'm a retired nurse, and I didn't have my license, but I did get a job online. Well, it was online in a phone call at my local Macy's here in town. So I went to work there just a little bit just to kind of make my kids happy to prove that I was sorry and was trying to, you know, recover some of it. Um, And this Randy Kelly had blocked me in Messenger. Capinto was gone. He lied also. And there was an occasional email because I was frantically emailing this Randy Kelly. Are you still there? Are you going to pay me back? And once in a while I'd hear something, but pretty much no. You know. And then um, in May, I I said, are you really coming to Spokane? Oh, and meanwhile, often this Randy Kelly would be really mean to me, say really mean horrible things like he was bipolar like he'd be super sweet or he'd be so mean and the story was supposedly they they got out of turkey one then they had to pay fines because they overstayed their visa and then when they got to the uk there they were put he was put into prison he and his children this is how the whole story all went now that i read all the other stories this is the stories they make up that sound true and i even wrote two Supposedly, the prison he was in, he did finally give me the name. And uh, 
probably two months later, I got an email saying that that person was never there. Of course he wasn't. It was all made up. I went to our annual church convention, and I thought that, and oh, then I got sick. I never, never get sick. I um, got bronchitis in May. It lasted for three months because of stress. I never get sick. I broke out in eczema and rash all over my body because of the stress I was under. And uh, so anyway, June, I went to my church convention, and I just resolved that just accept it. It's over. And I had counseling with some of my ministers just to move on and forget it. I came home from those four days. and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. Well, I happened to be scrolling, unfortunately, through Instagram and he had unblocked his page to me with Randy Kelly. And so I went through... (laughs) I went to his friends and I asked about 12 to 15 of them, do you know Randy Kelly and do you know where he is? And lo and behold, two days later, this woman answers. Yes, I know where he is. I can help you. She was a porn star in L.A. This sounds like some made up story. (laughs) It really does. Unfortunately, it's yes, but no, right? Right. So then I'm talking to this Natalia 007. What's her name? porn star in LA. Oh yeah, he comes into my club all the time and I can locate him for you. I set up this sting. I said, okay, why don't you uh, fly up here to Spokane, Washington? She said, I can give the free, you know, F, you know. And I said, good. Why don't you have him fly up here to Northern Quest, a casino in Spokane, Washington. I was going to show up and I was already going to kill him. I was just going to walk up to him and whatever I had to do (laughs) in my mind. I was that angry. So then she says, oh, I, I've, I've located him. She texts him, and then and he texts her back, and then she screenshots the conversation. And now I know that she was in on it, as well as the other person she was talking to. So then so she gives me the, his, this guy's uh, cell phone number in North Carolina. I think I'm pretty smart, right? You know, like, hmm, I'm going to play with this guy. And give him back. So I start sending these weird texts and saying weird stuff, you know, and finally, be, I don't want him to block me before he's like, who is this, you know, and go F off. And finally, I sent my picture. Remember me? Now he says he's Randy Kelly and uh, he's the engineer, but he's working, he's going to work on a big job in Canada before the kids. Oh, they're in Southern California uh, by themselves. Oh, no, they're in an apartment with a nanny. Oh, really? Okay. So he starts working me. Finally, he, he actually calls. Says, I'm going to call one night. Okay, I want to hear a voice. And I had there, I'd gone to bed, and there was this voicemail message. And couldn't even understand the guy. And turns out the next day, um, he calls again, and he says he's Turkish. And I said, oh, Really? But he, you know what? His phone was broken. He couldn't send me a picture because their phones are always broken. So he's giving me this big line of he's working in Canada, make enough money to fly to California to then fly to Spokane. And he keeps me going pretty much all summer with sending me all kinds of hearts and flowers. And he can't send a picture. Okay, so I'm just trying to follow. So this isn't Randy Kelly you're talking to then? I thought it was. But no, it wasn't. Yeah. So um, 
he wasn't getting getting anything from me, but he was he was working at it, you know. He was working hard, but he wasn't getting anything from me. So then all of a sudden at the end of the summer on Messenger, here pops up the first Randy Kelly. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I'm I, I'm talking to another man named Randy Kelly. Oh well, he's fake. He's fake. Don't you remember me? And you, he there's some pictures I'd sent him from a year ago. Okay, yeah, okay, you're the real guy. Well, why do you think I would come back if not to to pay you back? And so then the other guy, I say, finally reveals himself. He finally shows me a picture, and it's this fat Turkish dude with another name. Who, now there's five of the five of them, five different people all working on me, all the same group, you know, of, of Nigerians. So now, right now, I'm back with the original Randy Kelly, the original one with the two kids and a dog. And yes, he's still in the UK. And so he tried uh, a couple more scams on me. He had this check written out from his bank. Uh, British $55,000, which is uh, like 75, 55 pounds or 75,000 American dollars. Well, you know, those fake checks you get in from whoever, yeah, clearing house or whatever. It was one of those. I'm like, that's not real. Are you kidding me? Then I, I emailed the, the bank supposedly, and I'm like, that is not real. And the bank sends back this F you, you know, like, oh, right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure you're a real bank. I'm sure you're really a bank and you're going to answer me like that. Plus, you're coming in my spam folder. Give me a <laughs> but no, he keeps trying. And the only reason I'm still talking to him is that there's a 1% chance that he's actually going to come through. So, okay, well, then you're always ruining my life. You're always ruining stopping me from coming home. Why are you so mean? That check was real. And I can't, was not. Come on. Just stop, you know. And by then, I'm seeing a different counselor. I saw him two or three times who told me this is clearly a scam. The Nigerians, they sit in a in a whole room of these kids, really, tend to between 15 and 25 years old, and they're all working on computers. And they're all, and there's a group of them working on one, maybe one person or whatever. Uh, I hadn't blocked him yet, so I'm just like, well, let's, let's just let's just play this out. Nothing's coming from me anymore. Let's just play this out. So, but so the final thing he tries, and I'm telling my husband this by now. Unfortunately, you know, I just felt like, well, I have to let you know this is going on, but nothing's going to happen for me. The final thing was, um, I want to send you eight thousand dollars because, oh, this is so exciting. I got this contract in New York City, a job, and I need to buy some supplies. I'm like, um. My son is an engineer, and he doesn't buy the supplies. The company does. Well, yeah, but this is different. This is different. So can you open a new bank account? I'm like, nope. Can I have your bank account numbers? No. Nope. Well, can I put money on one of your credit cards? Like, hmm. Well, maybe. So I did give him one credit card, all the numbers on it. And, of course, I told my husband that he freaked out, and then we disabled that credit card. But, sure enough, two days later, I, there was $8,000 in my Alaska credit card. And so now he wants me to keep 1000 and send him 7000 
And honestly, we had we had no idea what was going on with this. So we went right over to our bank, and she said, no, this is a scam. Here's the deal. They will deposit, supposedly deposit $8,000 in your credit card, and then they ask you to send them 7000 And then when the check clears, it's fraudulent. I said, okay. You know, now, and whenever anything money involves, this person, they just get, they just get so anxious and like bothering you every two seconds you send send you send it and like no we went to our bank and she said wait till the check clears um oh you know then they get all angry and did you send it i said no i said actually you know what if the money's good we're just going to keep it anyway because you owe it to us and now he's you know furious at me all the love words are gone and I'm going to take you down and your husband and I'm going to make you wish you never were alive and, you know, yeah, all this. But finally, um, when he contacted me in October, he wanted to go talk on Hangouts. I said, I don't have Hangouts. Well, put it on. Hangouts is where you can talk through Google. You can talk to anybody. You can message or talk. And I said, no, I need to hear your voice finally. Well, I, I don't know. I said, I don't you can also um, FaceTime, but of course, his camera is broke, so he can't FaceTime, of course. So finally, I hear the voice, and this voice is no 48-year-old man. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, it's probably a, it's, I said, you sound like you're about 22 years old. And now that I've listened to, like, the Nigerians talk, it was that kind of an accent. And always misspelled words and terrible grammar and all that kind of stuff. So this person is calling me and demanding, where's the money? And and I'm like, no, I told you when the check clears, I'll decide. And so he has someone supposedly from his company call me with a foreign voice to threaten me to send that money or we're going to come after you. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, send the FBI. I'd like to talk to him. <laughs> And lo and behold, the check was fraud. You know, I kind of kept checking the account, and maybe a week later, sure enough, the money wasn't there anymore. So that was the last time I ever messaged that person um, on Hangouts. I said, well, the check was fraudulent. You know, I still th- I, at that point, I still thought it was that person, that nice-looking person why would you do this to me and so I actually called him on hangouts and I could hear him listening couldn't say a word like I just said why why would you do that to me and hung up and then then he blocked me you know and at that point I I knew then I knew 100% that it was a scam but I didn't know at that point that it wasn't this actual person it's a sad state of affairs when you and I message each other and we're trying to figure out if the other person is real. <laughs> I know, I know. That's that's how it was for a long time. And the counselor that I did see, um, he was a little bit helpful, but you know who was the most helpful? Was William on Scamming Scammers Action. That man is a lifesaver. I um, somehow found that group on Facebook and I had a picture left, so I sent this picture because you can do a reverse Google image search. And I did that, and I couldn't find this guy anywhere. 
and I didn't have any other information as far as looking for him. I had a fake driver's license, a fake passport. William got back to me and said, this is a stolen profile. Because I felt so bad because in my heart, I could not forgive this man and his children. I could not forgive him. and I wished him dead. And as a Christian, I, I, can't, li- I, I can't live like that. And I seriously, if we, we travel a lot, and if, if either of us had seen this man in the airport, we would have literally attacked him and probably killed him. Now I know that, that he's an innocent victim just as well as I am, the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I said to William, I said, yeah, but he had babies when they were babies until they're now 9 and 10. All that he said, that's what they do. They'll go to someone's Facebook, and they will steal hundreds and hundreds of pictures. So that they can create this entire whole new person and be that person. That's what they do. And he said, this man, whoever he is, he may not even know that he's being used. I did hear from at least two other women that contacted me through Messenger that they had also been scammed. Uh, one $12,000, one $3,000. Um, same story, engineer, kid sick. So I began watching William and Anne's, well, William's really, his YouTube channels and uh, learning, educating myself on how this all works. I've worked, I've watched a lot of Dr. Phil. I love Dr. Phil anyway. A lot of Dr. Phil episodes about the same thing. I've just researched and researched and researched so that I can heal and move on knowing that, yes, I was scammed, but yes, I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb. I'm not, I'm a woman that has a good heart. There are tons of us. There are hundreds. There are thousands of us. This has happened to. And there are still women out there that still don't believe it. Um, They are starting to catch some of the scammers, some of the, their articles about their, you know, they're all, they're pretty much in Nigeria. However, I did get a phone call from Turkey Earlier on in January, I couldn't understand anything they said, but he said likely it was some Nigerians and they were in Turkey for a while. But um, it's basically coming out of Nigeria, Ghana, for African countries. And they are kids, 15 to 25, who just learn how to groom people, say the right words, look at your profile, figure you out. So have you been able to patch things up with your kids and your husband? Yes. Yes. Thank God. They have all forgiven me and it's nothing we don't talk about anymore. Nothing to say. They've all forgiven me and we've moved on. It's money. It was not a life. It was not, it was some money, not lots and lots, but some, we can still retire. And, uh, I don't think about that much anymore. I I mean, I, I thought it would take years and years and years. I will never happen again, for sure. And I'm I'm glad that I'm blocked from money wiring systems. My family, we've never used it. You know, I didn't know how to even use it, but I'm, I'm glad I'm blocked. So is there anything that someone could have said to you at the time that would have made you believe it was a scam? No, no. They all tried, everyone. Everyone, all my friends, everyone. I, in my heart, I still thought it was this man with the two children 
and if they were actually going to come here. He had me that warped in my in my mind. Fortunately, Janet is able to move on, and I'm so very grateful that she was able to share her story with us. I'm learning that elderly people may be the biggest target, but younger women and men aren't safe. In the next couple of weeks, we'll hear from a 40-year-old mother with three disabled children who was targeted. Until then, please leave a five-star review so we can reach more people. Until next time, my scammer warriors. Scammer warriors.